Hey guys, what's up? It is For West. I'm Kaylin. I'm Alex. I'm Val. And this week we're talking about our sports experiences and we're actually recording this on Super Bowl Sunday of this year and the Olympics are happening. I know my family is personally very excited for the Super Bowl this year. We are having an all-out party. We are Joe Burrow fans in this household, except for my brother that I think he's just trying to be difficult, and he is rooting for the Rams because of Stafford, but we are also from Michigan, so understandable that he likes him. So I was thinking Val could really kick us off with an Olympic recap as she is our little Olympic viewer out of all of us. Yes. So for those of you who don't know, I've figure skated since I was like three. So I'm a bit of a Olympic, like specifically Winter Olympics. I love the Winter Olympics. Watch figure skating religiously. So I thought I'd give an update on the Olympics because not everybody follows along, which I have learned in classes. Like people legitimately have told me like the Olympics don't matter. And I'm like, that's not true. So um. This one's a little bit odd. So I'm just gonna do the medal count for real quick. So Norway is in number one with 21 medals. Norway, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I was shocked that you said that. Like usually it's the US or Russia. So I'm confused, but it's fine. Then Germany is in number two with 14 medals. Still shocking. And then down in third, the U.S. with a total of 12 medals. I don't know what we're doing wrong here, people. And then none of the other countries matter. Like they're, oh, I guess we're technically tied with the Netherlands. The Netherlands? But we're winning because we have more, because we have like more silver medals than they do. That's crazy. I, okay. I mean, it makes sense. They get a lot of snow there, but. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then for figure skating. It's been a whole dramatic upset, and it's crazy. So before the Olympic ceremony even happened, the Olympic team event for like figure skating started. And let's just say the U.S. was winning until we got to the long programs, which we expected, like the Russian girls are kind of crazy and have done so many quads. It's insane. And so originally the U.S. finished in second. So they got the silver medal and Russia got the gold. But turns out they've been cheating. And are we surprised? No. <laughs> because Camilla Veleva, I always say her name wrong, has been using heart medications for old people so that she can train three to four programs in an hour. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't, I don't know what that means. So, okay. So long programs are <laughs> on like four and a half minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So imagine sprinting for four and a half minutes and doing that four times within an hour. Okay. But it's not just sprinting because sprinting is mostly just your legs. She's also moving her arms and doing crazy shit. And like, she landed the first quad at the Olympics, which is insane. And because of this, she gets really high marks and wins competitions. Like she's won the Russian nationals, Europeans, something else that they're going to take away from her probably. But she tested positive. discovered it? Well, she was tested in December, I think around like mid-December for the Russian nationals. And they just Mm -hmm. now finished the testing like a week ago. Oh. And so anything if she tests positive it's like a three month like it can still like affect your performances what they're saying for at least three months oh my gosh. so any title that she's won since mid-december should be stripped of her but get this she is a minor she's 15 years old and cannot be held accountable for any of the things that go into her body that's the craziest part to me is she's so young. Like that always tracks me when Olympians are like 15. I mean, it's, I mean, like technically you can't be fifth. You have to like be turning 16, 16. within the year. So she turns 16 on April. I was just looking at this close to my birthday on April 26th. So like she's a couple months away from being 16, but that doesn't, 
mean that she's still legally liable for any of the things that go into her body. So the this was another crazy part. The Russians like drug doping thing put her on suspension for one day and said that that was her punishment and now she can compete for the Olympics. I'm shocked there's not like a um like the Olympics don't have something. You know what I mean? That's like an Olympic policy. It's it's a little bit more complicated because she's a minor, but mm-hmm. um there it's in litigation right now. So okay. the International Doping Agency is suing or like trying to change her punishment through the court system at the Olympics and the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, is like also trying to do this. But it's kind of crazy that like the US IOC is doing nothing. Any other country is doing nothing because if she gets, if like anything she's won since like today to December, those should be stripped of her. Yeah. And if they are stripped and she's disqualified, that means that the US would go get gold, ja- Japan would get second, and Canada would get third. So that's like three countries that have a reason to challenge what they're doing. And they're not. They're letting the IOC handle it, which is bullshit, in my opinion. So that's been crazy. And the Olympic ceremonies, like for the medal, hasn't happened and probably won't happen until litigation is done, which means athletes that are done (laughs) have to stay in Beijing until that's happened. And then my man, my love, Nathan Chen, had a world record breaking short program. And then he, he, his long program wasn't as good. It was good, but he like made like two mistakes. So it wasn't world record breaking. But the man won gold and beat these other people by like 10 points or something. It was, it was crazy. The short one, I know I definitely saw it as it was like going. I'm watching a movie and Valerie runs into our living room and flies onto the couch. It's like, watch him. He's beautiful. He was. He's so, oh, I want to marry him. And he's going to Yale. Like, there's nothing that man can't do. So if anybody has any connections to Nathan Chen, just contact Valerie. No, don't contact me. Give him my number. She's a catch. She's a catch. (laughs) And as Katie says, you're really pretty. (laughs) Yeah, that's from last episode. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else crazy has happened. Oh my God. Sean had, White's like, wipeout. Sean White, fourth place. Poor guy. Then these two old people, they're 35 and like 37, won the like team snowboarding event. It was crazy. Like Lindsay something won the first <laughs> gold medal for the US and she's like 35. And then for some reason. Oh my God, thought, so old. It, I know I it's mean, old it for like the athletes. I don't. I don't think so. We were watching bobsledding last night. Oh my god! Did you a, see the skeleton people that like flipped? Oh, maybe over? that's it. Yes. Was yeah. there was there like people inside of a sled or was it just like we were watching both? <laughs> okay. There was yes. what happened. Okay, so you know how like bobsledding they have like that track. Yeah. Okay, skeleton is where you're like laying on your back and you just have the blades underneath you and like a platform to lay on. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. where they're on their tummy or no? Well, which one's the one where they're on their stomach? Because I was like seeing a few clips. I don't know about this. I don't know what the the stomach's ones, but the skeletons where they're leaning back, I think. And I'm not kidding you. Every single, like, there's one or two people that didn't mess up this corner in skeleton, but every single person would flip and then just have to hold on. No, to their skeleton, sled. they're on their stomach. Then what's the back? Yeah, I was watching skeleton as this. I'm showing a picture of where they're on, uh, like, head first, one just then? wanting to break their necks. Yeah. But I was watching it. So my mom for the Maybe Super it was Bowl, Luge. she is so excited. She bought a 75 inch TV for it. <laughs> So we were watching the Olympics on that and like vivid picture. It was the luge. Oh, okay. 
yeah, I was watching skeleton and bobsledding. I know. All this pretty crazy. And it's the most exciting time of the year. Next four years, guys. Yeah. It's I'm, Val's I get, favorite. I literally get so excited about it. And then oh, I, mean, I can't wait to watch the Paralympic um, hockey because they have like knives on the bottom of their sticks that propels them forward. It's crazy. Oh, I want to watch that. But do you have anything else you would like to say about the Olympics? All I got to say is go Team USA, but we're probably not going to win. And, oh, I don't, I don't, by the time this comes out, I think the long for women's should be happening. So keep your eyes peeled for Karen Chen, Alyssa Liu, and uh, Mariah Bell, because they're probably going to get their asses handed to them by the Russians. But Alyssa Liu will pull off a triple axel at the Olympics. My girl. Anyway, I've also been enjoying the NBC Olympics TikTok page. I'm not sure if anybody's on that, but it is pretty unhinged. It's quite funny. They had um, somebody doing some kind of like snow, maybe it was like skiing or something, but they're doing, it was like, my cousin, oh, it's like some funny thing. Like My a cousin accent. Wilhelm is about yes. to do a really cool trick. They've wow. been like reposting that, <laughs> like the Olympians, like doing it. It's so funny, but now we're going to move on a little bit into our high school sports experiences or just sports throughout our life because Valerie and I, we've both done certain things for a while and then how transitioning out of that has affected us. Like once we got into college, since obviously Val sometimes occasionally skates and the whole thing. I don't do what I used to do it anymore. And Alex, you did track and you still run sometimes, but it's not like. I did track volleyball and tennis yeah so and basketball for one year and I only did track for one year um but I hated it fair enough I grew up I did dance for a long time and I like that's like a sport to me because of what I did and that's also it's like physically demanding and very difficult especially with the body issues that dance gives a lot of people and then I did cross country for four years, one year of middle school and three years of high school. And then I did track for six years. Yeah, but I only did the field part of track pretty much. I threw shot put and discus. I thought I thought middle school you ran like one event. Maybe, oh no, she put me in the 3200 in middle school because- Which for people who don't know, oh. that's the two mile. Yeah. That's horrible. Yep. <laughs> Love my, my coach. coach getting, did, <laughs> he tried getting me to do one of those. And I was like, nope. Nope. Not eight times around that. the track. It's so boring. Not running eight times around the track. That does not sound like fun. In track, I did the 400 and the 800. I was horrible though. Like I, that was a year I kind of had like an eating disorder. And so I didn't really like take enough nutrients in and oh. also like I like had a really bad knee problem that year like when I started running and pushing more it was like the muscle that goes around your kneecap got extra loosened so like my kneecap could shift from side to side like really easily and pretty much what the doctor told me is like you know you could be running or walking and it could dislocate so like yeah you can keep running track and so <laughs> That I was like, yeah, I might have to like forfeit this horrible career in track right now. But that was a learning experience for me because I I really hated it. Yeah. And then Val, what did besides figure skating, what are your other experiences? Um, I feel like I did a lot actually. So I skated since I was three and then that was like kind of like just like once a week type of thing till I was like six and then I like started like really go at it and then I did dance since I was three and I stopped when I was like eight I think then I did like one year of like gymnastics and then I did like two or three years of soccer and then one game I hyper extended my elbows like one really really bad like my left one it was really bad <laughs> and I was like in a splint for like a month because it was so bad and then 
<laughs> yeah. That was the most Valerie injury I've ever heard. I was like trying to catch a pass from behind and I fell and just went pop and like both of my elbows like went is bad. Um, so after that, I stopped playing soccer and then Kaylin got me to do track and cross country in middle school. And like, <laughs> I like ran everything but sprints pretty much so like I sometimes did the 400 I sometimes did the 800 sometimes she got me to do a mile I don't know if she ever made me do the two mile I wasn't that good at running like long distance neither was I she needed a filler (laughs) yeah yeah she did Val and I actually kind of like helped like pushed her to start the cross-country team yeah, because I liked running long distance. I just didn't have any practice with it. And like running around the track was terrible. So our eighth grade year, she finally started the cross team. And I liked it. It was just like, I don't know, a bunch of weird stuff kept happening. Like if I if it's too hot and I'm running, I'll pass out. Like, oh my God, same. <laughs> no, it happened like every single practice. Like during track. Bad during track I'd run a 400 look at her and be like I'm going down and fall (laughs) I remember sitting with Val a lot in like the um, the pole barn and it it wasn't like oh I'm just like not running enough it was just like my body could not do anything in the heat so like it's like regulating the heat I I couldn't do it because I trained Mm -hmm. my whole life on a rink so then I when we did cross I would do like pretty good and then as soon as the winter time came like and it was cooler like in the 50s one time I think it was snowing those races I was running like so good like I think I was in the top 20 when I did those races but you were pretty good you were pretty fast yeah and then after that I stopped running because I realized most of running is during the warm season and I couldn't handle that I remember cross country. It starts at least for our high school. I know our like other high schools start a lot earlier, but we start in August and our first race was like the end of August. And it was always like the record breaking, like heat day of the year. And there was one race I couldn't run for whatever reason. Um, and so many girls were passing out because I was doing like time splits for people. So I was kind of like modern, like walking around the course and like checking up on our girls and people were just passing out like flies. Like there was just like bodies and like ambulances were like coming. I was like, why are we running? Because there was more races that had to kick off after. Like, why didn't we just stop the meet? Like one girl like was running towards the finish line and collapsed. Oh my gosh. And be somebody else won. I would I would have died. I don't think I would have been able to take it. Because that was was the problem. At like two o'clock in the afternoon. So like yeah, that, was, that was the problem I went to a cardiologist many a times in my life and I had like a leaky valve and like a heart murmur or something and she was just like don't overexert yourself in the heat and you'll be fine and that's all cross-country season is in the it, it's kind of nice though when it was you would run in the morning because our practice would start at like eight or something and it wasn't bad for me to get there because I live like five minutes away from the high school that we would practice at but Valerie on the other hand lives like 20-ish minutes away yeah <laughs> so start off the day with a nice little like what like three mile run or something yeah also five. the running route that we did was terrible it was all concrete and yeah we don't have every once in a while have, like a state park or anything that you run in oh we have one real close once we got to high school, we did that because we could drive, but in middle school, it was like, whose parents can drop us off? I feel like we did, we went a couple times in I think school. we went like once or twice, but in high school- Because we that's where we had a saying where we were like- Meat hills for breakfast. We eat hills for breakfast. I think that came from one of our coaches who was like a student teacher at the time. Oh, she was yeah. the best. I still have her on Snapchat. She's yes. teaching in inner city. It's, she's the best. Um. Well, because the hill was freaking like this, and they just have mm-hmm. us like run up the hill, down the hill, yeah, up the yeah. hill, around like the hill. Like our drills would be like just up and down the hill constantly. And so then our coach was like, "Listen, you gotta scare your competition. You gotta look them in the eyes as you're going up the hill and go, I eat hills for breakfast.'" 
Oh my god. Yeah, um, I think there would be some like track or like Ben definitely did it for soccer where they'd like run up the sand dunes and oh, those were yeah. like super steep inclines. And with the and sand have to too, do, that's like, resistance. Yeah. That's the thing about living on the west side is they use the sand to their advantage when training. <laughs> that's hilarious. I wish yeah. I would have done cross country. I only did it in middle school and like my peak was when I did like 630 for a mile or something. Oh yeah. I was like so proud of myself. That's much better than anything I ever did. That's I, what mine was. I did cross country until my junior year of high school, but I really only did it for as long as I did because I had a really fun friend group in cross country, but they were all a year older than me. So once they graduated, I was like, what's the point? Like none of my friends are here. Cause we just like, cause none of us like really took it that seriously. We just like jog and talk during our runs and just like hang out while except, other people- except for lily who would go hard every okay lily practice. and i did not talk during practice because she's so far ahead it was like me my one friend august and then our two guy friends at the time troy and curtis we'd all just like mess around and like not be doing what we were supposed to be doing it was so funny like if i would go through town like where we went to high school like I didn't live there if I was going through there for like dropping off my brother or something I would see them practicing and you'd see like a group of guys and then one girl who was beating them all and that was Lily and then you'd see like a mile down the road you'd see like Kaylin and August and them and we were like <laughs> it was so funny we, we were just like having a good time at Ludington her name was Emma oh my god she she runs track right now for Central and she's just like insane so insane with how fast she runs she would always be like ahead of the guys I think she won state for the 400 too oh my gosh fast yeah Yeah. but do we kind of want to start moving into like transitioning out of sports or like lessons we learned from sports or like issues that have come up from sports that you have Yeah, I can go first because mine's quite extensive. So I, skating for like most of your life is like, it's hard to transition out of it because I went through like a lull, like in high school where I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Then I found the right coach and I like was like, this is my jam. Like I can do really good. And so then when I got to like the end of my senior year and I was trying to take all these tests, like in level, there's like tests and level that whatever. So I was like trying to take all my like higher level tests and I injured myself in a way that I don't even know how, like I pulled one of the tendons like that in your groin area. So it's like, does the opposite work of your hip flexor, I think. I don't know, but I messed that up. And then I also messed up my back so that when I lifted one of my legs, I lost feeling in it. <laughs> and I did like an entire show weekend with like every time I lifted my leg, which were like in my programs, like they would go tingly and I couldn't feel it. So that was hard. And so then I took a month off, tried to finish my testing and I couldn't do it. And then didn't skate again for like two years because I went to college and Skating in college is like way different because you can do the freestyle team, which is super chill in the sense that like there's no coach pushing you. It's like all on your own. And then there's synchro, which is like high intensity skating with like 5 a.m. practices. But it's also like $500 a month just like that's just the flat cost that doesn't include competition dresses anything and my parents were kind of like hey we're not going to pay for your skating anymore like you're an adult (laughs) so that was obviously not an option for me so (laughs) I stopped skating for like two years and then I kind of got back on the ice last summer like somewhere between my sophomore and junior year and it was it was okay it was like a hard battle because then I joined the skating team here and it's just like so different from what you're used to and then like you're not comfortable and you like don't want to 
keep going to practice, which is the problem I'm having right now, where like I haven't been practicing like a month and a half and I probably won't go back. So like skating for me is like obviously like, I don't know, therapeutic if I'm at home, but it's not if I'm at school. So it's a weird thing to handle. And then also like the amount of weight that I gained just from stopping skating is insane to me. Like I didn't realize how much it affected my body. Like I lost, no, I lost, I gained 15 pounds in a month from just not skating. And that was before I even went to college. So it wasn't like the freshman 15. It was like, I'm not skating anymore. So (laughs) that's just kind of like, it's just hard mentally because you're already losing something that's like making you feel better and then you're gaining weight from not Mm -hmm. doing anymore and I didn't stop because I didn't want to skate anymore I stopped because my body was like falling apart which then made it worse because then I was like I don't want to work out (laughs) so yeah I don't know it's hard and I think people like don't talk about it enough because they're just like oh this is your sport like you'll get used to not having it and when it's your whole life it's a little bit different in my opinion yeah especially too when a sport is like focused too on your looks a little bit about like fitting into like a certain shape like I know I personally really struggled with that for dance I danced for like 10 years I stopped when I went to middle I mean when I was going into high school because I was getting more serious about theater there was a time in my life I thought I would go to college for theater and like that's what I would do and my studio that I was at got really frustrated with me that I kept missing like rehearsals for theater rehearsals they wouldn't like understand that I was like I'm doing this to help me like get to theater school because they love to see that background of dance but I'm not a typical like dancer build I am like not super tall like I got like my I developed pretty early like did a lot of my peers so I would never be able to get like the perfect like they basically want you to be as flat as can be and like not have any curves you have to like tuck in your butt and like I have scoliosis too so that like (laughs) my body was not made to do that and I felt like my teachers it like made they didn't make it any better and then when I started to get my period and stuff it was also really bad because my studio was really strict on dress code but like what you should wear and like no underwear lines showing and like yeah we talked about that in the period episode and I just thought it was like insane yeah I was like I'm not trying to like go to like I wasn't on like the competition team or anything so it's not like I was taking up like real like I was taking up space, but it's not like I was one of, like, the girls that was, like, crazy about it or that are there, like, every day. Like, I took, like, three classes a week or something, which is pretty decent portion of the week. And then I had theater rehearsals on every other day. So I was pretty busy with that. But it definitely gave me a lot of, like, mental and body issues from dance. And I know, like, talking to other dancers, that is such a common theme. Yeah, I mean, in skating, it's a li- I guess it's a it's different than dance because like especially at my rink it we were not that good like <laughs> if I switched rinks I think I would have been given more shit about my weight and I, I I wasn't fat or like overweight at all like I just like wasn't super duper skinny in the way that she got boobs skaters are yeah I mean when I developed in middle school I I got boobs pretty quickly and <laughs> Like, that just sets off your entire, like, balance and that stuff. But then... Can't relate. (laughs) And then when I was in, I think it was my junior year, I remember thinking, like, over Christmas break, I was like, you know what? I don't really need to eat snacks anymore, so I'm not going to. And I stopped eating snacks. Like, I would eat meals, but I I didn't eat breakfast because if I ate breakfast, I'd get stomach aches. So I was only eating lunch and dinner and drinking like a shit ton of water. I dropped 10 pounds in two weeks. And then I consistently started to like keep losing weight. And I never noticed it or like thought it was like a bad thing because like, I don't know, it was just kind of like this idea of like, specifically like my dad, he would joke, but 
I don't know how much of it. It was a joke. It was like getting down to skate weight because if you gain weight when you're skating, like it throws off your entire balance and then you have to relearn how to jump with that weight. So I, I just kept losing weight and then I didn't think it was like a bad thing. And then I look at pictures of me from like that time and I'm like, holy hell, I was skinny. Yeah. And I didn't think it was that big of, like, I didn't never thought it was that big of a deal until like one of my friends told me like a while after, like when I, so I started gaining weight back, she was like, I was, I thought you were starving yourself. And I was like, what? That's what my friend said after the fact too. <laughs> But I was like, I, I was eating all the meals that I could eat. And then I just wasn't snacking on like carbs and that stuff. But I was also skating 12 hours a week. Like I was skating a lot. And then I just wasn't eating any carbs to like keep me at that weight. So then I was at a carb deficiency and started losing weight. So I'm looking at pictures from that. Like I'm scrolling on Val's Instagram because it was just like interesting to kind of watch it because I was, Val and I weren't as close during that time, like when a lot of that was happening. Yeah. Like, of course I saw her because like we go to a really small high school and we had a lot of overlapping classes, but it is like, you could definitely like tell. It's kind of crazy. I never thought to look at it on my Instagram. Wait, I want to, I'm taking a deep dive too. Also my <laughs> computer is about to die. We get to see all the pretty Val's skating dresses. I mean, homecoming from 2017, I thought I was big because my boobs were so big, but then you were tiny. I was. And then by February, I had nothing. Like my boobs went down to like a B cup, which is yeah, small for like me. Yeah, coming home pictures. Which is small for me because I was like a decent freshman year of high school. And also my head just looks too big for my body. <laughs> oh my God. And then I'm I started really to gain weight my glasses. senior year and that was hard also please don't go to my instagram and start trying to look through my pictures and figuring out when i was losing weight because i don't know you people that well well i know some of you that well but i feel like it's better if these topics start to be more normalized in sports and even if like i feel like sports should do a better job at handling them and recognizing that this may be an issue and trying to give more i don't like input on like how to cope with it in like a healthy way yeah I mean here's the problem it just especially in figure skating is all of our coaches are mine at least she was like a significant amount older than me and she didn't see any of the stuff that was going on as a problem and like I have only seen in one case of a rink stepping in and being like hey you are not healthy was for one of my friends and that's because she was like really anorexic and none of us could do anything and no amount of like hey let's go eat and her getting a salad and literally just eating the walnuts out of the salad none of that was like we were like we were teenagers like we had no idea how to help that yeah and so it got to the point where the coaches were talking to her grandparents because her mom like was just kind of ignoring it and being like hey she's not okay and the grandparents are like well we can't do anything like she's not technically our child yeah it's super sad to see that happen I mean and we had so like one of my friends ended up calling like the friend's mom who was anorexic like when she was younger ended up calling the school and being like, she's not okay. She needs to go to the hospital. They took her to the hospital. She was in like, she was having like kidney damage. Oh my gosh. Because people waited so long and she was not okay. And then it just like was never talked about again. Yeah. And it was like the weirdest thing. The rink didn't use it as an example. I mean, not that they should like use somebody as an example, but they didn't take that opportunity and go like, oh my gosh, this could happen to other skaters. We need to talk about it. That's not what happened. It was everybody knew what was going on, but nobody talked about it. Yeah. And especially too, since coaches have to go through like certification classes. And- oh, don't even get me started on safe sport. Safe sport is the most, at least in figure skating. So mm-hmm. there's a system called safe, safe, safe sport. And it's mostly just to, I'm doing quotations here, try and protect students from sexual assault. 
that's that's their goal like you have to take space for it and it's not it was after Larry Nassar that they were like, this is what needs to happen. But let me tell you oh. what safe sport doesn't do. It does not protect skaters. I think they're even putting it or like had it in gymnastics. It does nothing. Mm-mm. The reporting system does nothing. And so you can't be like, hey, I have a skater who's sick. And they'd be like, what do you want us to do about it? Like there's cases, there's a guy that's under... Um, forget what it's called he's he's under he's definitely been suspended from skating but he was supposed to be the olympics this year he was arrested in florida for like sexually assaulting his students and i think they had to have like a bunch of people come forward in the public because safe sport wasn't doing anything yeah that's so disappointing the problem and i don't think this is necessarily a bad thing is like in America, you are innocent till proven guilty. And with that like idea in your head, it does nothing for the students who are like hurt. So like you can say, this guy did this to me, but have no evidence. And then he can keep going and doing stuff because you don't have any evidence. It's like the most messed up thing in the entire world. And like kids are not safe. So if you thought Larry Nassar was a one-time thing, bet your ass it's not. Yeah. It's really sad to see everything happen and you, hopefully eventually there will be a better way to deal with things. I mean, yeah, I think there's a lot of good ways to deal with it and a lot of bad ways. And there's never been anything like that at my rank that I know of. So like, Obviously, I can't be like, these things need to change, but messed up. Right. And like, I have a lot of background in like training and development, like training programs. So it like makes me sad to see that like, you know, like maybe programs have been developed, but like that they're not being used. I mean, yes and no, like they're, they're being used. They're just not being, accusers aren't being believed because of the way our like justice system is run, which I'm not sure to change. Like the justice system, I think you should be innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. But that doesn't mean like if you're accused that you should not be immediately suspended, have your license revoked and that stuff, if that yeah. makes sense. I've been listening, I promise, but I've also been stalking Val's Instagram and trying to like get my hope, like get get my feelings up a little bit more because I feel like we just got dark, uh, which is totally fine. It needs to be spoken about, but um, I just found a gorgeous picture of Val um, on her flip phone doing bumper cars, just smiling like there's no care in the world in a neon pink top. I love it. Middle school was a different time. I was like, what? Oh my God. I'm just looking at this and all the filters that Val, like, like she did like a intricate happy birthday filter, like party time. I I did. Yeah. Uh, We should do that as another episode going through our Instagrams. Oh God. Alex, do you have anything you want to add to the conversation? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to. Um, So going back to high school, I'm from like a really small town and I moved there in high school. So it's one of those things where I feel like I could be wrong, but like just from my own experience, um, people who like grew up in the town will have more favorable like um, playtime, I guess, when it comes to like different sports and things like that. And they'll kind of get like the leg up. I'm not saying I was good at like sports. I was, I was decent at tennis. That's about as much as I can say, but there were times in like volleyball, which I played um, three years of high school and then um, basketball, which I literally only played one season because I have never, never like felt the, like, I don't know how to explain it, but like with basketball, my coach was what? Otherness that and like my coach was just like a 
he wasn't that nice. He was not a nice person. And like, he, he definitely showed his favorites, which like, you know what, you know, do you dude. But like he, I was a scapegoat type of thing. Like someone would throw a bad pass to me and yeah, I wouldn't be able to catch it. And he'd scream bloody murder at me for making the mistake. Oh, and so it was one of those things where it's like, I just felt so unworthy and like not good enough that it affected my like mental health. And so I was like, yeah, I'm never going to play basketball again. Like, I'm not going to put myself through that. And I sucked at basketball. So it was good. Um, that was one of the times where like I had like I tripped over a cone and I had literally like the longest fall of my life. I was in the air for like I was just stumbling for about 15 seconds before my ass finally hit the ground oh my gosh it was it was very entertaining um but then volleyball really that was another thing where like I wasn't good at it but like I enjoyed playing it it was something I liked playing and there were people on the team who just got like chance after chance of like making a mistake you know and then I'd make one mistake and get pulled out so it was just kind of like, that's the, you have double standards. And so that's something like I've always never wanted to happen to my kids because it makes you feel so unworthy. Benifer. God, Ben just comes out of the dark, like a little <laughs> creepy bearded man. Dude, are you going to shave? Oh, I wanted to mention last week, you guys were questioning why I call him Benifer. Yeah. Why do you call him Benifer? Because he's one of the girls. Oh, because you're one of the girls, Ben. He said, yeah, apparently. We love Benifer. Apparently, I mainly got it from my one really good friend, Lexi. She calls her dad Glenifer. Love And so I just started transferring it over to Benifer. Great. Because it's always like us three and Ben. Yeah. Which I love. I love hanging out with Ben. Yeah. He's decent. He's all right. I like his sly um, comments and his head bobbing in the background. Okay, back to sports. Uh, so yeah, uh, volleyball sucked. Basketball sucked. Because it's like, in like practice, the coaches wouldn't take the time to try to like, they'd like try to improve like the good player skills, which like I understand you want to like strengthen them. But like for someone who's been like playing for three years, like you can maybe like try to devote some extra time where instead of just making negative comments, like maybe say how to fix that. So that kind of sucked. Um, track, I think they had high hopes for me because I was like a twig. Um, but again, wasn't eating that much. So didn't have endurance. <laughs> and tennis, um, I played that my sophomore and my senior year. And I seriously regret it so much for not playing it my junior year because that my junior year I was in track. Because um, tennis was just like such a fun sport. Like it's something where you're either in doubles or singles and you're relying upon yourself or a teammate. I honestly didn't like doubles because that means I like, I would rather, I would much rather get mad at myself than at my teammate. Yeah, And so it was kind of a frustrating sport. Like my senior year, I was in doubles and I love my partner. Um, and the partner that came in after my partner got mono. So like right before regionals, um, my partner got mono and she couldn't play. And like, we should have noticed it earlier because the like last few games we had played, it was like, her losing like a good amount of points for us and then we were like winning in like the tiebreaker round and so like that was lots of stress and then they moved up a girl from JV to play with me and that was it was okay it was just kind of rough because like we didn't have the chemistry but I don't know I really liked tennis I enjoyed like cheering on all my teammates and I really liked my coach he was really nice and we had a good assistant coach. So like, that was my really positive experience from from like high school, but pretty much the whole transition out of high school sports is a lot. Um, for me, especially I went from like working out five plus days a week to the summer when I was literally like maybe running once a week or something mm -hmm. like that, like going on a run once a week. 
I was working a lot. So I was like working at a restaurant and like getting still like 15,000 steps in. And so like that kind of put off some of the weight, but like I was still gaining some weight from it because I just wasn't doing as much. And then college freshman year hit me like a brick. Like every, you guys probably remember, I didn't want to accept the fact that like maybe a size two wouldn't fit me anymore. Like I had size two pants and like size four. And then like one day, so I had mom jeans that were like a size zero and literally like what had washed them and blah, blah, blah. And then like later that week when they were like all dry, I went to put them on and like, they were so tight and like couldn't button. And I blamed it on the washer. I still kind of do to this day because I don't know how I expanded that fast, but (laughs) I guess I did. And so like, I went to college thinking like, oh, I barely have to work out. Like I'm walking to class. Um, Oh yeah. Don't tell yourself that. I mean, you can, if you like, aren't that active of a person, but like, I got like then a membership at the gym and like things got a little better, but I still gained about like 15, 20 pounds between like the end of senior year. So like during the summer, I probably gained like 10 pounds Mm -hmm. and then um, like another 15 in college. Yeah. College. I've definitely, this is the best year yet that I'm getting in a groove of working out. Um, Recently I've been going to spin classes and Alex has joined me on a couple of those and that's been a lot of fun because I love a lot of fun. Like, Peloton bike at home and I always love to spin. But yeah, I think she's spinning legend. Spinning legend. Spinning um, legend. I think we're about ready to wrap it up. What do you think, Val and Alex? Do you have any other comments, Val? I mean, I would just say like I think transitioning out of sports really hard. But, like, don't think you have to fit into, like, a certain size. Like, Alex kind of went crazy freshman year. Like, she'd eat a hamburger and be like, I have to go work out for an hour now. And, like, that is It not didn't help, the, though. I didn't no, lose any weight. The, the attitude should <laughs> not be that. I think, I mean, obviously, I struggled with, like, my self-image, like, a little bit freshman year. But, like, now it's not that big of a deal to me. Like, obviously like could I be skinnier sure but like I've worked out and I've not worked out and my base weight has been the same and so like I think your body is just naturally going to have a weight that it wants to be at and as long as your doctor's telling you you're healthy like I think it's fine and you shouldn't worry about it and I don't know I think a lot of society has made women feel like they need to be a certain size like right now bbls are the thing to get and what are those brazilian Brazilian butt butt lifts um but here's the thing kardashians are removing theirs so it's gonna phase (laughs) out and right now it's the thing to not have big boobs and let me tell you it's gonna be my time when big boobs are back in they're coming back in sydney sweeney (laughs) like I think everything changes like growing up like having big eyebrows was not nice and like I used to get made fun of because of my eyebrows look who's laughing now Val's got luscious brows it's the style so like I don't I don't want people to feel like they need to fit into like what society feels is okay for right now because like bro a hundred years ago the thing was to be fat because that meant you were eating good you were eating well yeah because you were rich if you were fat so like I just don't don't feel the need to like fit to society's norms because they're bullshit and they're made up and as long as you are healthy don't worry about your weight yes I definitely agree with that I agree with that as well I having suffered through trying to like cap my mind on things I'm ordering my mediums now I really enjoy the fit and the size of them and (laughs) and I don't care if I have to size up yeah it's an easy thing to say like don't worry about your weight obviously but like I don't know for me at this point it's just like 
I can't change. Like, I have, obviously, I can do a lot of things to change it. Would any of it be healthy? No. No. Like, maybe if I worked out more. But honestly, I, I think it would just turn into muscle and I'd still be the same number on the scale. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't matter. So, if a man ever tells you you need to lose weight, you can tell him to suck my dick. Yeah. Also, too, for people that are built like me, I'm a bit curvier. My best thing that I found recently is curvy jeans. I can get, like, my actual size that I need and it fits me properly instead of having to, like, size way up and they don't fit for everybody. that's That's another thing about sports is I obviously was super skinny but I had thick thighs because I was a skater and they were all muscle and I had a big I don't want to say big butt but like a bigger butt than like my waist like comparatively so like buying jeans for me I had to buy jeans for my thighs and my butt but but then then the waist is huge within the waist was huge because like I had nothing there so (laughs) like if you feel bad about any part of your body from clothing like believe me it's not made for people who are athletes. It's not made for people who look anything other than like a fucking plank board or whatever. In the curvy is. jeans, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like curvy jeans, I think the sizes extend through the whole range because it's making room for people that do have the bigger thighs. And the is that from American Eagle? American Eagle has them, Abercrombie has them, Madewell has them. A lot of places have been popping up with them because they're so, that's a way yeah, lots of I people are built. Them. Also, if those don't mm-hmm. fit you, if those don't fit you, because they don't fit me right. Yeah. So like almost my problem isn't like the sides of my body, it's the back. So like when the sides oh. go out, then it's just like a gap and then it looks weird. So like honestly, no pair of jeans is ever made for any person other than no. the person they were modeled after. You get you lucky feel bad. if they fit and the fit depends on the store as well. But that's a whole nother topic that we really do not have time to dive into. Favorite yeah. jeans. We can talk about that later. Talk yeah, that later. but it's also Valentine's Day weekend. So I hope all of you guys have either very fun celebrations with your gals or if you guys are going out on dates or in relationships. I hope all of that goes well. Yeah. Share your location. Yeah, share your location. Yeah where they're going or tell them to clear the apartment somebody's got a day yeah so it's kaylin yeah someone is me because now val almost had one she cut off if she wanted to i could have but i didn't want to make him drive an hour to come see me (laughs) so and you also got the ick from that so well yeah i got the ick from the fact that he wanted to drive an hour to come see me we should even though he knows nothing about me (laughs) on our icks i think that'd be entertaining maybe we'll do that yeah perfect but in the meantime please be nice to yourself eat some super bowl food Get yeah. some B-dubs. We'll be Val and I are getting B-dubs tonight. And um, yeah, I don't know. Any other? Just just take Love a minute yourself. to be with yourself. Take it easy. Love yourself. Take it easy. Take it easy. Okay. All, right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye guys. <laughs>